What is going on, everyone? It is me, the Lone Vault Wanderer, and we are here with another Ham Radio podcast. So, it is an Aussie takeover of the podcast today. Maddie isn't here. He's out drinking, I think, or some shit. Noah just randomly messaged us in the Twitter chat and said he can't make it. So, it's me actually hosting the cast today, and we have an all-Aussie guest list for this podcast. First, we'll introduce Nova. Hello, it's me again. I keep coming back. You'll never stop me. <laughs> that was the most depressing introduction. Hello. Yeah, that's it's me that... again. Hey guys, it's me, Noah. <laughs> I'm looking at my answers at the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> and today we actually have a, another big YouTuber joining us that does Fallout con- content. Can I get you to introduce yourself, Camel? I'm Camel of Camelworks, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, puns, nerd porn, mm. period. Mm. <laughs> It's beautiful, it's beautiful work. <laughs> My favorite one, which is nerd porn. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Entire channel in a, in a nutshell. So please, uh, I'll get Maddie to post Camel's uh, YouTube URL in the description below. Please click on his channel sure. and subscribe to him. Also, subscribe to me. This is going to be a selfless pun. Uh, what's it called? Plug? That's the word I'm thinking. Pun. Yeah, pun. pun. I'm tired, all right? I just had coffee in my Fallout mug. So... Alright, this is going to be a good cast because it's an all Aussie lineup, as I said. And we've got a bunch of Bethesda news in our news roundup. First of all, we're talking about survival mode, and it's just entered the beta phase. Um, A lot of mixed views on the beta mode. Right now, I'm going to run down the main features that Bethesda has outlined in its Bethesda.net article about survival mode. So this might take a couple of minutes, so bear with me. But then this will allow us to actually talk about it and what we think. So first of all, the big features in the survival mode beta include saving with sleep. So there's no more quick saving, no more auto saving. You have to sleep to actually save your game. There's no more fast travel. You now deal but also take more damage. Threats no longer actually display on your compass unless you have the recon scope. There's a new perk called Adrenaline, where every five kills you increase your Adrenaline rank, which adds a 5% bonus damage. Um, you now have wellness, so you have to stay hydrated, fed, and rested to remain combat ready. There's new fa- fatigue, which works kind of like radiation, but it affects your action points instead of your hit points. So the more fatigue you build up, the less AP you will have for sprinting and vats and whatnot. Um, and also on the topic of sleeping to save, the type of beds you sleep in actually limits the length of time you can sleep, thereby limiting the amount you can actually recover with regards to the wellness feature. Um, there's now illness and antibiotics, so there are several different illnesses that can affect you, and your base chance of getting sick increases as your average wellness decreases. There's a new thing called immunodeficiency, wherein items that cleanse your body of rads actually come with the cost of making you more tired, which means Radex is no longer just a positive item to use. There's slower healing, crippled limbs, so they no longer auto-heal after combat, which I'm really, really happy about. Limbs will actually remain crippled until they're healed by a stim pack or you're sleeping them off. Carry weight has been reduced and items like ammo and stim packs now have weight. Painful encumbrance. There's a lot of shit here. Um, exceeding your carry weight reduces your overall wellness, quickly building fatigue, and eventually will cripple your legs. That's fucking brutal. Um, companion <laughs> costs. So carry weight for companions has been decreased. And they will no longer automatically get back up if they're down during combat. In fact, they will return home if they're down without being healed. <laughs> and lastly, enemy and loot repopulation. Locations you've cleared will now repopulate with new enemies and loot at a significantly slower rate. 
So let's start with you, Camel, being our special guest. What do you think about all these features and just overall the Fallout 4 survival mode? I think it's really good, man. I mean, turning the difficulty up does make it harder, but these extra features, uh, it like, changes the game completely. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's really cool. I like the no fast travel. The sleeping to have to save. I don't think I've ever, I haven't played a game where you have to, like, go to, a, like, a specific location to save. Yeah, it's very tough. For years. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> but you know, it's interesting. Think, yeah. There is a bit of a, yeah, uh, I guess, a conflict in the Fallout community. Someone like me, I actually don't like the whole having to fast. Sorry, not ha- being able to fast travel and needing to walk everywhere, simply mm-hmm. because I don't have so much time to play games. So when I play a Fallout game, I don't want to spend ninety percent of my time just walking, right? Yeah. And then yeah. there are some mm-hmm. people that don't like the the sleeping uh, with the save aspect. Um, and I think people, including myself want to see some more options brought in where you can actually customize. What do you think about that, that Nova, where you can actually pick and choose which features you want in the survival mode? Uh, yeah, well, I've, like, with the fast, no fast travel and the save beds, mm-hmm. I've had the biggest, like, fuck you moments with Fallout with that. Like, how I told you, <laughs> I, I made it to Diamond City before. I didn't actually get in, because before I went in, a super mutant, like, dog come up and bit me, and I died and had to go all the way back to, like, Concord. Oh, that fucking hard. sucks. Yeah, I was <laughs> so angry. You, but I, I don't know. See, the problem is you want to, you don't really want to play it fully the survival mode. But I understand you want to add the food and that. That's why the customization is yeah. good. But I also like the that you can't do that because the game's like fucky. You're my bitch now, and you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, look, I, I get that. Like, we pretty much said, Todd, you know, this survival mode that we had when the game was re- was launched <laughs> is shit. It's not a really survival mode. Give us more. And then Todd's just like, Well, fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna <laughs> screw you over. But what I'm thinking Touch. is that the survival mode can kind of operate similar to the uh, what was it called? Fallout Three had a mod where it changed your gameplay completely, but you could really customize it. So if you didn't like some of the hardcore aspects, like, for example, ammo had weight, you could just choose to yeah. disable that. So I'm wondering whether Fallout 4 Survival Mode can operate similarly to that. I suppose yeah. it could, and I suppose a mod will come out very swiftly oh, that will allow quickly. you to do that. Yeah, But it's interesting with the fast travel stuff, because games are normally designed either like designed around the fact that you can fast travel mm. or you or can't designed around the fact that you can't exactly so in games where you can't fast travel it's normally designed so it's easier to get places yeah like in skyrim yeah the carriages people are like oh dude if you don't want to fast travel just don't do it and i'm like it's pretty much designed around you know the fact that you can fast travel like with the mountains and stuff exactly and if you then decide to suddenly walk everywhere mm. you can yeah like you said 90 percent of your, your play time is uh walking yeah and it's gonna have to be a good balance between just walking everywhere and actually being a unique feature in the sense that all right because i need to know because i have to walk everywhere when i leave my base for example i can't just go to a mission and come back really quickly i really have to stock up and plan what i'm going to be doing who i'm going to be facing and killing and fighting and what quests i'm going to be completing so i guess in that sense it does add an interesting feature i don't know what you guys think about that uh, my question is with because with the example you have to fast travel to the institute. Could you abuse that? Could you like fast travel there and then pick where you leave? I think you can. I, I, yeah. I don't know though. Because See, because if you do that, that would mm, give right. the, that, and then you have the photo bird with the brotherhood. But that's just yeah, that's what really I was thinking. Slow. 
Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of a, a shitty workaround though. Like every time you want to, you want to avoid walking, you you call the vertebrate. But I guess it's it, it is it does make it a bit harder, which like is the whole point of this. Mm. But yeah, it still doesn't sit easy with me. Yeah, no. you need motorbikes or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, need a vehicle around here. It, it's good or that at you least mentioned some that. carriages, yeah, like in Skyrim. You know, it, it's funny that you mentioned the whole motorbike theme because another mod in Fallout Three operated where there's a motorbike that you use the fast travel as opposed to actually using your Pip-Boy to fast travel. So yeah. it, at least it made it a little bit harder in the sense that you had to repair this motorbike, you had to fuel it up, and it was only in a specific area, so you could only fast travel by accessing wherever you left the motorbike. So I'm thinking, yeah, okay. could there be something similar like that in Flight 4? Yeah, of that'd course be- it could. I reckon that'd be sick. Yeah. I thought, originally, I thought the uh, the railroad faction was going to rebuild the train tracks. That would be awesome. Going to be a train system. I legitimately <laughs> thought that, man. I, I just like, love that, because that's not what the railroad originally was. It was to get slaves, and you're like, you know what? I think they'll fix those railroads up. <laughs> exactly. This is, like, before, you know, an hour into gameplay. I'm like, the railroad. Just the Mona, fix the roads. She's like, I don't do that. That's not what we do. <laughs> Save all but, synths. If the train, if the train lines like were rebuilt, that'd be a good fast travel kind of go around. Could, could, could you it's not imagine you go wherever you want? You can only travel somewhere along that train line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could could you imagine if Flight Four had a fully fledged metro system? It could be underground oh. or above oh. ground, <laughs> but I, I think that would be cool, wouldn't it? It'd be awesome. Well, yeah, there's yeah. only a couple of stops on that train line, right? Yeah, exactly. And then the rest for the rest of the locations and like kind of we'll call them country areas because we're from Australia. You'd have to walk to, right? So you out have in your the bush. Yeah. <laughs> bush out in the bush. You have to fucking walk, which which kind of makes sense. But yeah, you know, at least with regards to the other features of the survival mode, what do you guys think about them? We'll start with you, Nova. Uh, well, you you come like I do kind of enjoy the how the damage and your health has been redone because mm. you're really a glass cannon except i have died so many times because of molotovs i've missed thrown i'm like i'm like really a molotov just killed me i was on the other side of the room you're fucking kidding me todd (laughs) uh yeah and plus as well robots now explode thanks to automatron and that that killed me on like easy difficulty about 10 times when i was playing the dlc it was yeah i was getting messed up man (laughs) but then also the automatron dlc actually would be a lot better to use in survival mode because a your robots wouldn't use stim packs, so you can save them for yourself. Sneaky. They use the health thing. B, you can increase their carry weight a bitch ton with mm. all the mods. Mm. So he'll be a god. What about what about you, Camel? What do you think about the this other sleeping thing? Is intriguing me. Yeah. Um, what I'd never I hadn't heard this before, but you said depending on what bed you sleep in affects how long you can sleep there. right? Yes, and, and yeah. this is more in regards this to is... the wellness features. So you know how you have to stay hide. Sorry, you have to stay rested to remain combat ready. So I, I I'm assuming it operates on the level of of like a scale. So if you only sleep for an hour, you don't get all of your rest built back up again. So you yeah, need to find okay. a better bed if you want to continuously you know get that good rest. Right. But, so it's this stuff like you know like a, a sleeping roll on the ground is a piece of shit. But if you yeah. have a double bed, that's really good. Exactly. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure sleeping rolls and dirty matches is you can only get like three hours in. Yeah, but but can you just keep sleeping? They made like, that pretty if that's the case. You probably could. Yeah. But I only use them because I'm like, oh fuck, I need a save. Oh yes, 
a dirty piece of mattress under yeah, rubble score. You know, it, it would be actually cool if with one of these shitty beds, for example, if you can only sleep for two hours, so you can't keep re- like continuously sleeping in that same rag or bed or whatever, make it so that you can't sleep again in that bed for 24 hours. That could be... So you have to change the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Put them out to dry. I was like, look, man. What, look. what are you doing in you sleep, Cal? <laughs> Yo, you don't want to know. <laughs> Put your finger in a glass of water. So you... <laughs> oh, yes. And, and any other of the other features, do they stick out to you at all with the survival mode? Yeah, a lot of that eating and the med stuff, where like even the beneficial oh, meds yeah. now have um, whatever the word for a non-benefit is. <laughs> <laughs> a detriment? A bad, bad. No. Unbenefit. <laughs> bad, bad. Yes. Double negatives. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I will say I've got really annoyed at stim packs because they just make you thirsty. They just make you thirsty. Do they so now? You, yeah, you use one and you're like you're dehydrated. I've burned through so much water in battle. And, and, and on the topic of, yeah. of stim packs as well, the fact like what I used to do in combat when I, when dog meat kept going down because dog meat dies all the fucking time, right? So <laughs> yeah, I would just I leave him down until I killed everyone myself, and then dog meat would automatically go back up, which means I don't use any stim packs. But now, which I think is so mean but fucking funny and hilarious, is that you can't do that anymore because your companion will walk home. And you can't fast travel home to get them back. You have to now walk home to get them. Oh, it's just nah. mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to be a lone wanderer. Fuck that. <laughs> no, hashtag robots. That's why you want your robots. Good point. Yeah, that's true. But you, See, but you have to repair them, though. You have to repair them. Yeah, but them. they don't take up your stim pack, so you won't give it like, a fuck. You're like, oh. Have as many of these little bastards you want. Well, you know, now that you've mentioned that, Todd's listening and he's going to be like, now, nah, fuck you. Yeah. We need an like, equivalent. Move the automatron. Back. Yeah, he's recalling automatron. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the robots, they do. They have um, the repair kits that you can make, what's like some circuitry and stuff. Yeah. But you get you get so much just from doing the DLC. Like, I left when I did the DLC with 30 of them. Hmm. Hmm. Well, on the topic of the TLS DLC, and we were going to cover this later, um... We talked about this in the last cast, but it'll be good to get your guys' thoughts. What did you think about Automatron DLC, bearing in mind that it just was a $10 DLC? I liked mm. it. Yeah. Okay, pretty oh, good. Camel's got some thoughts. Uh, the, okay, the one thing that annoyed me was they put like 80% of the unique items in one building. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, come on. Like, you find like Everything. four unique things like within 10 meters of each other yeah like yep. what are you doing <laughs> I, no. I do i do kind of stand though because they only had like what two new locations from well not even one reused location they redid yep. and then the mechanist layer i understand but they were all literally in the one none in the mechanist it's like ah, oh, the tesla armor and all the other weapons but that, that tesla rifle though is fucking <laughs> awesome right yeah it's, oh, pretty, it's the greatest it's become my favorite uh, weapon it just looks oh, really? so cool yeah, I don't know. I, I would have liked something a bit more like, you know how once you finish it, the mechanist sends you out to kill all the rogue robots? Mm. Yeah. Like, if you, like, finish doing that, because there's not really any incentive to do that. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be cool if, like, if you did it, she gave you something unique or something like that instead of, you know, four things in one box in a room. Yeah. I'm like, no! Yeah, what, yeah, it's kind of what's boring. not even in her house? It's in someone else's. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, didn't you already get the shit already? You're like, oh. Yeah, it, it would have been okay. nicer if you had to work for it a little bit more. But yeah, at, at least for for what it was, it is something that can help us tide us over. Um, but I'll be yeah, interested to see 
you know, with you know, with Fallout Four and, and New Vegas, sorry, Fallout Three and New Vegas, they had at least four substantial big pieces of DLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now at this stage, we only really know about Far Harbor. Now we're going to be talking about Far Harbor a little bit later. Um, okay, but I, I guess a question that I want to ask you to as well with regards to DLC, how many of those big pieces of DLC do you think we'll get on top of Far Harbor? Is it going to be the same as past Fallout right. games or less? I think there's going to be one other one. Just I reckon, one? No, I reckon, I, I reckon it'll either be the same or more. I don't think they'll be oh, like, really? I reckon they will. I hope or, so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe they, if, if not more, they'll release more automatron sized mods, like more, yeah. not, they're not little like the weights then workshop. What's literally you're just like you can refurnish your house. Yeah, but it'll be a little quest and some new features put in. I, uh, I can't remember which game I was looking at. It's either New Vegas or Fallout Three, but I think within like a year of the game originally coming out, yeah, like all the DLCs had come out for it. Yeah, look, th- this is what I think, and I I think this is actually a, a big fundamental shift in the games industry. So. Games are being released with season passes and whatever, but the DLCs to me are spread out over a much longer period of time to keep people engaged in the same game so they can you know, continuously have things they can market and sell. What I yes. think is that they've changed them. They've obviously changed their model, but so much so that they might still very well have four big pieces of DLC, but it's going to be released over a longer stretch of time. But in order to satisfy our needs, they're releasing these smaller little bits like, you know, Automatron and, and Wasteland Workshop. So instead of over a year, like you said, Camel, with the past five games, maybe it's yep. going to be over two years, but we're getting a bunch more shit. I really hope so. Gonna I think. really hope so, yeah. Mm. I'm going to say after Far Harbor, they'll have another big one released near the end of the year and then two more next year. I think we'll I get so, something yeah. announced at E3. I hope so anyways, because Bethesda is having a They've conference. got a slot, right? They definitely got a slot. Like we've got, I think Dishonored. I think they're going to talk about um, Elder Scrolls Legends. Where is that? Elder Scrolls That's Legends cool. as well. Uh, what else? I don't know if they're going to talk about Doom unless there's a new piece of content or DLC coming out for it. They might. I, re- I reckon they might rush over it. They're like, and coming out this month is the new patterns, and they're like, okay, what's next? <laughs> More Fallout Four stuff. They'll, they'll talk. They'll definitely talk about Fallout Four. Not as much as they did last time, but they will this time with what DLC they're going to release. Yeah, they, they they must. I reckon they have a big announcement with Fallout Four DLC, but. I don't know, I reckon they're holding something, because just Fallout 4 DLC, Doom, and Dishonored, I feel like, you know, they've got something else up their sleeve, and I hope... Legends, bro. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Legends, or something just generally Elder Scrolls related would be really cool. Elder Scrolls Horse Armor. (laughs) Oh, God. You shut up, Nova. Get out. (laughs) In that, what was that awards that Todd Howard was at, where he was interviewed by that really awkward dude? Mm, mm. What was that? I don't know. It was that uh, he got like the lifetime achievement award. Yeah, 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 whatever that was. He said um, Bethesda's working on three massive projects, and they're unlike anything we've done before. You know, it's interesting. Yep. He he came it's out like, to what say is this? that the fuck is going on. Yeah, I know. Like he came out to say that they're working on three big things or projects, but then yeah. again later he clarified saying, "Oh, I kind of regret putting a number to it." Which suggests that they're actually doing more. They might be very small things like continuous updates to Fallout Shelter, maybe another brand new game. But they have a brand new studio at Montreal. So, yeah, they expanded. Yeah, they, expanded. they must be doing a fuckload of things completely different to what they've done in the past. I think one of those things is Elder Scrolls Legends because uh, that, that yeah. is unlike anything they've done before and we know they're doing it. Yeah. The question is, though, with the, the new projects he's announced is, will he... like? Because I feel like they're going to go down more with the Fallout 4 path, how they went. The game comes out pretty soon instead of in three years' time. 
you'll yeah, maybe see true. a poster. So <laughs> if like if they announce those projects, that would mean that they're probably close to being done. But you're right. That depends if they actually what they've done on it. Mm. Because they, they've changed essentially how. Well, I guess they've proven that. Re- announcing a game and then having a very short turnaround to release can still be very effective. You don't need a one to two year marketing campaign to have a successful game. In fact, I would argue, and it's the opposite, man. it's the opposite. But Bethesda yeah. have proven it, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was a good talk. We went from the survival beta to DLC. L- let's switch it up a bit. We'll have more Fallout Four news later, but let's talk about Doom. So. Of course, there's been the Doom closed beta over the weekend. Nova and I have Fuck been yeah. playing it. Camel, have you been playing the Doom beta? I have not, and I'm quite jealous of you both. That's all right. Wait, have you like have you not had the code, or do you just don't want to play it? I've just been super busy. I didn't even know the beta was open. That's how busy. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's so much fun, but we will get I into did. it. I did. I knew it was open. Um, I saw a lot of but there's a couple it. of Doom-related news. So first of all, they have a cinematic trailer, and I'll read their little blurb that they wrote about this. So, fight like hell. Celebrate Doom's upcoming launch with our all-new live-action cinematic trailer. Uh, the trailer evokes the pillars of Doom's gameplay. Relentless combat, terrifying, terrifying demons, and badass guns. Have you guys seen the cinematic trailer? Yes, it's... It's collectively better than the whole Doom movie in in such a short time as well. Oh, it's hilarious. It it's, it looks really cool, and they're doing like I really like how for every major game Bethesda is actually doing these cinematic trailers. They did it with SO. They've done it with Doom. They've done it with Fallout, Fallout. Fallout. Skyrim as well. They had a little cinematic ad. It it just it's just awesome. It it tells us oh what could these games look like in real life or in a, in a fully fledged movie. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I do love it when a game has a cinematic trailer opposed to an in-game trailer. Cause we well, Lone, Lone hmm. we did have that fully cinematic movie and it had The Rock in it and it was called Doom. We don't want that again. Oh, dear God. No. Like, all right, I like <laughs> The Rock, I do, but he hasn't always been in the best of movies. I'll, I'll be honest. What are you talking about it. Uh, also, he doesn't go by The Rock anymore. He no, he's now known as Dwayne. Dwayne. Well, do you, do you remember him in uh, The Scorpion King? Yeah, you remember that shit? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie's awful, that, I guess. That was terrible. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, I thought it was sick, and then my dad watched it with me, and he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, jumped off a pyramid, like, 100 meters, and lands on his feet. My dad's like, get the fuck That's out. Shocking. This is bullshit. It, it's- It'd be a much better movie if he did that, and he's just screaming in pain. Fuck, that's an idiot idea. <laughs> Why did they decide to do this? Obliterate it. <laughs> um, but back to Doom. So they released another article about it, and they have detailed all of the demons, power-ups, and power weapons in the game, which aren't all available in the beta. So I'll run through them. So there are four different types of demons. You've got the Baron of Hell, which is known for being a really brute strength kind of demon. The Revenant, which is actually in the beta, which is known for more speed and agility. And bear in mind, you can actually choose which demon you want to activate before you enter the game. So if you're lucky enough to get the particular power-up, you become this particular demon. Um, The next one is called the Prowler, which is known for tactics and bit more stealthy gameplay and the mancubus which is a powerhouse with high health and long mancubus. range <laughs> yeah. that sounds like some weird like mancubus you want to come back to my shit. house with some pancubus yeah. <laughs> the new gimp <laughs> that's my new nickname the mancubus i'm never picking the mancubus yeah <laughs> all right sorry my, go on no, you, just, that you was ruined too- the mancubus for me <laughs> Some um, people call me oh. the Mancuous. So, the power weapons in Doom. There's the Gorse Cannon, the Chainsaw, and the Big Fucking Gun, which, of course, is what Doom is 
really known for. I think only the Gorse Cannon is available in the beta, yeah. and this is a one-shot kill. Nova and I were... I think it was Nova and I and then Maddie were all complaining about getting one-shotted, and then when I used it, you just dos- decimate people. Oh, fuck you, Nova. I was no, no, because I was like... No, no, I was like, I know what this is, and I just hear you like, fuck this guy, how did he kill me? I'm like... <laughs> Gorse I kept complaining that I kept getting one-shotted, and I had no idea why. I'm like, what's the Gorse Cannon? How do I equip it? Um, and in terms of power-up, so you've got Invisibility, which is self-explanatory, Haste, which increases speed and rate of fire, and Charge for some weapons, Regenerate, where for a limited amount of time, your health and armor will recharge, and Quad Damage, which essentially just boosts your, boosts your damage with your weapons. So, I know, Nova, you said you've played the Doom beta. Camel, you haven't. But at least from what you've seen of Doom, what do you think about Doom? Are you going to purchase purchase it? Does it look fun to you? What, what do you think? Definitely, man. Definitely. I grew up on Doom. I went from Snake to Doom. Mm, <laughs> That's mm. when I was, like, four to five. <laughs> That's such a leap, uh, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, oh, it was the, uh, the limit of the computers. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think this new Doom is at least staying loyal? As someone who's played the original Doom, is staying loyal to that original concept? Definitely, man. Doom 3, that was just like a horror thing. It was awful. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, say it's a bad game, it. but, dude, I, I cannot handle horror games. <laughs> no, Doom 3 and was it, the reason I wasn't excited for this Doom, because I like bought the doom collection once for like 20 bucks and i kind of played through all of them and then i did finish doom 3 and they're like a new doom i was like oh okay. no so can you guys explain why was doom 3 such a letdown no it just wasn't fun like yeah, it's, it wasn't it wasn't like a you run chaos fun shoot, yeah. and it's cool it was like it's like this whole level is going to be a hundred fucked up things coming at you in dark rooms and you have seven bullets you're like what the fuck did, did it have a multiplayer this was that fun, fun at least uh, um, I played the I first don't... two levels and was like, "Fuck this! I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this again." Yeah. So it, I think it was a horror game. That's a really interesting, like like yeah. the, the Evil Within or something. Um, for me, who doesn't play horror games, it was scary as shit. <laughs> it wasn't scary. I, I play a bit of horror games. It wasn't scary. It was just kind of boring for me. Yeah. Right. Like ballsy man. <laughs> No, no, no. Nova is just a beast. Uh, no, no, I mean by, I, like, I wanted to play Doom as, like, like the new beta, like, have I played in the beta? How you yeah, just yeah, run yeah. around, like, an unstoppable force, just murdering everything. Mm. But then you're just slowly walking around the corner and, like, I only have three bullets left in my pistol. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's shit, like, you can, you can either have the torch out or the gun out. Yeah. And there's no lights anywhere. You're like, dude, this is not cool. This is not good. It's like real sneaky, like tactical stuff. Wow. I think Doom's just like, here's a gun, just run through this entire level, blowing the shit out of demons. And that's the exact thing that, uh, which is exactly what we've got. With exactly. This and I was about to say that this this game, when especially when you sit down and play it, it's just a whole lot of fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And the the game that I constantly re- uh, compare it to, and I'm not sure if you've played it, is Unreal Tournament. Unreal Tournament. Yeah, Unreal Tournament. <laughs> it, and, and especially because, you know, you've got the commentator when you get a kill streak. He's like, ultra kill, ultimate kill. It's, it's just oh, his fucking fun. His voice is amazing. I know. But like, <laughs> as you said, Camel, it's just the game where you sit down, you know, kill a couple of hours, have a drink, play with some friends, and just have fun. It's, yeah, dude, it's that awesome. um, E3 footage they put up i was like holy shit this looks intense hmm. just like non-stop like there's no standing around and reloading like, and looking at shit on the wall yeah. it's just like you're flying around exactly blowing the shit out of things like non-stop carnage that when it actually played at e3 i know everyone was really excited for 4 4 of course but 
that came up. I'm like, holy shit, this, this actually looks like a solid game. Like, pe- yeah. people in the crowd were, were just, you know, yelling out in, in excitement when you could chainsaw the guys and just rip them in half. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah it looks good. Yeah. What did you guys think of it? No, no, uh, Nova, we'll, we'll let you answer this one. Uh, it's fun. Mm. You, you're able to dance as you dismember people. <laughs> what else? What more could you ask for? You can for do the Carlton. What more do you want yeah. in life? That's true. Sold. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> no. I love that if that's on their boxes, like, do you not have the review? It's like, best game. It's just like, you can do a dance. Look, when I do a review of it, I'm definitely mentioning the fact you can do the Carlton because that's a selling point for me. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it, in the beta, awesome. did you only get to do multiplayer, or did you get to play yeah, some of the campaigns? Just multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, but be interesting. I wonder how the campaigns will unfold. Mm. Yeah, should be interesting. I know a lot of people that are actually purely really excited for the the campaign, and and the fact that this game does have a really fun multiplayer and a campaign on top. I think it's going to be awesome. a lot of good value. You know. Yeah, it'd be like a Halo. Yeah, exactly. Rated Halo. Yeah. I know a lot <laughs> yeah. of people didn't like Halo Five, but you know, Halo is still a good franchise. My my favorite thing though with the Doom beta is that everyone spends so much time customizing their armor and it just hit me. <laughs> yeah. Your car no no, your colours are always blue when you're playing because you pick the team colours. It's it's like the biggest <laughs> oh, letdown. Shit. Really? Yeah, I, it just hit me when I was playing. I'm like, bullshit, wait a second. Bullshit. No, when you're playing remember, you only play team modes and then you're either sort into the blue team or the white red team and you're always the blue team. That's no fun because literally when I when I started playing the beta the first hour, I just customized my weapons and my yeah. armor. It has to be perfect. Too. It's like when you uh, customize your face in an RPG. Even though you're wearing a mask for half the fucking game. Or you're in third person or first person <laughs> and you'll probably never see it. You've got to get it right, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I like the fact that in, in Doom and the multiplayer that there is a lot of customization. It's just another thing which does add another layer of depth to the game. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I've reached level 15, so I can't get any more stuff, and it makes me really sad. Yeah, me too. It's oh, really? <laughs> I, want, I want new armor. Yeah. How versatile is the customization? Fairly versatile. Like, yeah. it, it's what is it, like crazy. colors, patterns, shit like that? You've Colors, patterns, you can pick your armor, and you can pick how dirty and scratched your shit is. Yeah. Right. So cool. I like to go for the pure clean look. Nova is a dirty boy, so he likes to go... A, that sounds weird, coded like that, and B... Not completely. It's a little scratched and a little dirty, so it doesn't look brand off the sh- brand new off the shelf. Alone. It's just a little scratched and dirty. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. But no, honestly, that's cool. I like being able to do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So when the game comes out next month, I'm sure we're all going to be playing it. Specifically, it's May 13, so everyone get excited for it. It's going to be awesome. Definitely, man. Um, so next topic. This is really quick. I don't think we'll be talking much about it. Um, so the Wasteland Workshop, workshop Achievements, sorry, have been yes. released for Fallout 4. There are three achievements in particular, bearing in mm. mind that this is just a $5 DLC, so it's one of those things that's going to tide us over. Uh, yep. You've got the Docile Achievement where you have to tame five creatures for your settlement. Tame creatures? That's fucking awesome. Um, Instigator, where you have to start a spectated fight in your settlement. Fuck me. <laughs> and, yeah. and Trapper, create every kind of trap. So, Camel, what do you think about these achievements? That's int- I wonder how many traps there are. Mm. Like, is there a trap for each different type of enemy? I'm going to guess so. You can't really you get reckon? a death claw with a bear trap. <clears throat> that would be awesome, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> a snare trap. Just, you gotta... just catch his big toe and he's just fucking stuck <laughs> on the ground. With it. I could imagine. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... Sorry, ha- okay, so it's five... The docile achievement is five, right? Five creatures. Five creatures, yeah. 
I wonder if there's a limit to how many creatures you can have in your kind of like arena stockpile. I hope I'm not. Gonna, ready to ready to slaughter I'm, raiders. I'm gonna say it's you have your your cages and it takes up the settlement building, so you can only fill up that many cages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you build a settlement just for fighting, you'll be able to have hundreds of creatures. Like, yeah, that's true. Th- this is literally in-game cockfights. Like this is what we're gonna be doing, and it's fucking awesome. Like I could imagine. Well, first of all, I'm gonna set a bunch of traps around the world, so I'll just be walking around and seeing you know, death claws caught in my traps by the tail and whatnot. But I, I'm really excited for the spectated fights because it's essentially like a cockfight. It's it's just gonna be fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's I know I I'm wonder, evil. I wonder if taming and trapping are gonna be two different things, like two different ways you can get creatures or if you know, catching a a, uh, a creature in a trap is then considered taming it. You just, I feel like that's I don't know how Yeah, I don't know yeah. how that's mm. Nova, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of excited to make a Tina Turner character and be her from Thunderdome. <laughs> Thunderdome! <laughs> I didn't think of that, yes. No, think... That's been, this <laughs> is why I've, been the mo- I've been really excited for this, because I'm like, oh my god, I can remake Mad Max 3, an awful movie compared to the rest, but I can still remake it. The the new Mad Max <laughs> alone. Alone movie. <laughs> oh. Me and Mad- can be Master and Blaster. Yes! <laughs> wait, wait, which, which one's the big one and who's the midget? Uh, I think the little the little dude's master and the big like okay, no, 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 Nova's wait, a midget. How, do you, how dare you look? <laughs> Out of us I'm two. I'm clearly Tina Turner. <laughs> I'm clearly All right. Tina Turner. You could be Angry Anderson. <laughs> Did you notice he's in that movie? Someone is going to remake Mad Max in Flight 4 when this you know DLC is released. I, I can't I wait for so. it. Um, but that. what are your, uh, your other thoughts about this DLC, if you had any? Uh, I just wonder if there's going to be any kind of quests related to it. Probably not. This is the one I go with. There's probably not going to be quest two, but I'm still really. It's like just purely just mechanical stuff. Like I'm gonna, yeah. You can now do these extra things in your settlement. Well, what if there still be an old man walking around like you can trap shit? Like thanks, old man. (laughs) (laughs) But what if there was a a quest line wherein it's like someone gave you a quest, you need to host this big fight with all of these people. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Someone rocks up, they're like, dude, you need to build this arena. Go and catch like this. Fucking WWE. Back, yeah. I, I will make a WWE match in 4 4 that'll be better than this year's WrestleMania lineup. I fucking all swear right. to God. <laughs> my, my question is, hopefully with this, they fix the combat zone to be an actual working arena. What, what do you mean with that? Because the combat zone originally in the game was going to be a Thunderdome you go and fight in, and then it got cut not to be in the end of the game. With this, hopefully they fix that. If they do, that could be the way you quest start. You go there and he's like, well, you can make your own ones now. What, was that the thing that was shown briefly in the trailer? And then Yeah, that's cut? what I was yeah. just thinking. Yeah. It shows a chick in a ring, like, swinging yeah, her hey, arms at that's the where end. Kate was. And then you go there and it's like, well, we got fucked by raiders. Yeah. Yes. Shit. Yes. Fucking Todd. Fucking Todd, yeah. You're teasing <laughs> us for no reason. <laughs> there's like there's so many things I see I'm like if they don't use that like for like the memory lounges, if they don't use that in DLC, I'll be upset. Yeah. Because you could set like a pre war DLC. Mm-hmm. Like Anchorage again. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, I actually made a, a video about this called Top Five DLC Ideas, and one of them was utilizing the memory den to actually be a bit more important. Like obviously it's very very important in the the single player campaign and the story, somewhat anyways. Mm-hmm. But it there's so much potential, you know, uh. for for future DLC. Like for example, in, in Fire Three, 
uh, as you said, Camel, the Anchorage DLC, where you, you know, were in this simulation, essentially, right? Something yeah. similar could happen with Fallout 4. Maybe, like, I would love to, for example, to be able to experience uh, Dr. Lee's departure from Fallout 3 and the Brotherhood. You know, she pretty much de- dejected from them. So I would love to see similar stories like that. I don't know what you guys think. If you could go and sit in a pod and it's just New Vegas <laughs> with new graphics. <laughs> That's starting to debate. Just Benny. <laughs> like, no, go away. We I should be able to play a good game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> what, what do you guys think about that, um, though? New I Vegas? think they could, dude, they could definitely do some more stuff with it. Even like a big side quest where you had to go in and yep. do some crazy stuff. Hmm. Like even something like uh, Tranquility Lane. Yes. Yeah, Not that I particularly cool. like that quest, but you know, you go in and you, you're in this area for like a certain amount of time. Hmm. Hmm. It's cool. Like there's definitely, definitely some uh, room for improvement or... Yeah. At least some exciting new things that can come about from it. The only real thing that they need to get around is the fact that, kind of a spoiler alert, in the in the storyline, the only way you could actually experience Sean's life, etc., was by getting a synth component. You can't really do that with a human, right? So with- no, but that was that was because you want to find out Cal- like the guy you kill. Mm. Well, I mean, actually, let's be honest. If you haven't finished Fallout Four by now, you're just, just talk though. about yeah. it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, feel free. <laughs> Okay. Uh, like you, you kill Kellogg, and that's how you find it. But that's only because you went through Kellogg's mind. You would be able to go back to things your player went through, and he was. If you're the male, he's a war veteran. But if you're a female, what would you do then? Because she's a lawyer. Yeah, that, that's actually a weird thing that I found. How <laughs> Phoenix right? If you're the you, you know Shoe the, shopping the male protagonist, right? <laughs> oh god! If you're the male protagonist, you're this you know super duper army veteran. But if you're the female protagonist, is your history a lawyer? Yeah, you're a cool lawyer chick. Well, that's stupid. Why isn't where she does, an army? Where veteran? does that come to light? I don't. I don't uh, I... Nova. Yes. I thought when I when like because I know from the start when I was talking to other people before Fallout Four came out yeah. and there was stuff like oh he's clear like probably the army because he's pre-war like or maybe he met his like the wife there and then it's like no she's a lawyer you're like oh okay I'm gonna have to search for that wife lawyer like she is her holotape says it she has a she lawyer is to- a lawyer okay yep. that's that's interesting. I was... Didn't you know that line? No, Jesus. I did, I, I'm honestly not a fan, am I right? <laughs> Get off this God, podcast. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so excited for future potential DLC. And we touched on Fire Harbor before, but I guess we can just... We, we've kind of given our thoughts. We'll probably move on from that because we've been speaking about Bethesda news for about 40 minutes now. So let's go on to the next segment, which is what we've been playing... And video game news that's, you know, piqued our interest in the past week. So we'll start with Nova this time. Nova, uh-huh. what have you been playing this week and what video game news has interested you? Okay, well, I've clearly been playing the Doom Better and the Fallout Survival Mode, but I've also nice. recently been playing a game with my friend called Pulse the Last Colony, and it's basically like a Star Trek game and you run a shit with your friends. Right. Of... Is it like it's really RTS? Nerd. Like, what is it? Uh, it's first person okay. and... Like you, like you have like an engineer and a scientist in that, and you fly around and doing space stuff. Is it it's an weird. indie game or is it like fully fledged AAA? Uh it's still an. I hate the word, but it's still an alpha at the moment. That's early. Yeah. Why do you hate the word? Just because it it's such a dirty word. I. I... <laughs> 
Because games in alpha, it's always just like, oh, I just want you to finish your it's game. It's like the loading screen, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Give us feedback. Game. <laughs> it's just screenshots of what you could be playing when they're done. Is it really yeah, that a... bad, though? Or is it, is it a no, decent no. alpha? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's fine. The games it's are... Fine. Okay. <laughs> it's no, fine. It's fine, but... Game, but it's hilarious because like, all the graphical settings are still, like, there's still a lot of, not placeholders, but, like, so many untextured things are just gray, and you're like, oh, that'll look nice, and it's textured. Mm, mm. Okay. Well, what about really? your favorite That's gaming a... news, then? Um, was about the new Mass Effect. Yeah, go, go on a bit about that. I'm all, I haven't played Mass Effect fully. I, I'm I've played a bit have. of it, yeah. and I'm, I just thought it's interesting because it's, like, concepts of the... Like, not concept, like, video things they've made for the game that leaked. And you pointed out it came out on... on April Fool's. But the reason I'm a bit, oh, I think it might be real because no one's gone, oh, I pranked you. Here's my 20 minute video with the NX. I show you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was so evil. Fuck that me. was so fake from the get go. I'm like, there's no way they'd make that controller. It's so dumb. I was like, it looks real. I'm like, I don't believe it. It matched the patent <laughs> though. So if, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, there was a big leak with the Nintendo NX controllers. There was an initial one, which kind of looked, you know, somewhat legit. And then someone came out with a really professional picture of the Nintendo uh, was, NX controller. It was 3D printed. It was a physical thing. It was a physical thing. This guy 3D printed... A Nintendo NX controller to go along with this hoax, and then he sh- yep. they, there were videos that came out that showed why they were fake. This is oh, why dude. I don't I have trust <laughs> issues. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I missed I missed the bit where they went, haha, we're joking. Yeah, we're, I like to imagine whole, this, this whole time of being like, what the fuck is that controller? <laughs> they're, they're actually fake. Ah, oh, fuck me. I, yeah, I, I looked at them like, there's no way anyone insane mind would be like, yo, that's a good idea for a controller. This weird egg shape that would be awful to hold. <laughs> that has a touchpad like to the edges, yeah. like it's a nice. Nintendo mode. strikes again. <laughs> Suppository controller. Just... <laughs> <laughs> a new way to play. We gave you motion controls. Guess what's coming next? And we're calling it the Wii D. <laughs> oh, that's just. Oh god, that's shocking. Yes. All right, so let's go on to you, Camel. What have you been playing, and your favorite bit of gaming news? Uh, okay, mostly been playing Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, because um, I have a massive <laughs> overdue. I need to I make a lot of videos on the weapons and armor styles that they have in the game. Yep, I'm trying to push for that kind of stuff to be brought into the Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. So, so what are your thoughts about Elder Scrolls Online? Because I know when it first came out, people were like, eh. <laughs> It's okay, but it's not that great. It's not what we expected for an Elder Scrolls game. It's pretty interesting now, because everyone who plays it now, they're like, it's so much better than yeah, it was. Yeah. And when I play it now, I'm like, this is so much better than it was. And people are like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know what's Is changed. it more content? Is it is it new you know, DLC or whatever? I think the bugs are out, and I don't know, man. Like, just some of the things that make a really good MMO that were missing mm. have been implemented. Like, some of the, I don't know... Again, like I can't pinpoint it, but when I play it, I'm like, this is so much better than it was during beta okay. and even yeah. during its initial release. Hmm. But what I've I... always been a sucker for MMOs. Like I played World of Warcraft like since it came out Fair enough. on and off for Fair like enough. ten years, right? Yeah. No, so, yeah, I've always something? been a sucker for the MMO uh, um, RPGs. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm because like is I I remember I had a friend who had a beta and I was playing it with him. Probably <laughs> also one thing what really annoyed me was. Jesus Christ, the starting area was just crowded. Like, you could not go anywhere without seeing, like, 50 people. But then you go to someone, he's like, you're the special one! And so is he! <laughs> yeah. 
and so is she and you're like well yes. no i'm not the special one then yeah it, it's kind of like the division where everyone's trying to use the same fucking laptop at once yeah that shitted me <laughs> that's like one of my favorite mros i've played uh, well it's the secret life and it was just because they're like you're special but there's other ones so don't be cocky like I like that they put an explanation. Yeah, good. Like it, it probably would have been better if they had. And I haven't played it, so I, it's really hard for me to cast judgment. Right, judgment. But it maybe would, it would have been better if at the start they were like, "You're part of this faction. You're one aspect of this." Instead of saying you're the hero, maybe that would have been better. Definitely, definitely would. And been so better, is but... she. <laughs> I mean, well, and most it. of the time I play it, you know, by myself. So, in that sense. It is just me in the world. Would it, and I really only have, uh, see other people in the cities. Would this game, or is this game better if you play with friends? Um, I think if you... I don't know. You, a, have you never played it with friends? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't Emma, know. Do you I, have friends? I, I, like, I just videos. find that they get in the way. I'm like, dude, you're too slow. I'm moving on. You're fucking <laughs> shit at this game. <laughs> I hate you. No, and- dude, I like. I really enjoy playing that game by myself. Okay. I like enjoy playing most games mm. solo. Mm. You know, it's funny because when I played a game like Borderlands, I actually returned it first up because I played it on my own. I, I thought it was boring as shit, and then my mate was like, "Buy it again. We'll play it through, and it would be great." And I just, you know, appreciated a whole different aspect of Borderlands. And I'm wondering whether this will be similar with Esso, where I can get a bunch of friends and play it and just have a blast with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably, but, man. Mm. Yeah. But in that aspect, any game can be fun as long as you have other people you enjoy playing it with. Example, yeah. Resident Evil 6. By itself, awful game. If you have friends, you can have some laughs. Well, what about Dark Souls? <laughs> right. that, that's slightly different, isn't it? Because with Dark Souls, it's meant to be this hard, gritty game that if, invariably, if you play with a friend, it might take away from that. Yeah. Hmm. But anyways, yeah. Um, so... And your favorite gaming piece of news? I know I asked you this, Camel, but well, this is why this is so fucking booby trapped because of April Fools. I know, I know. And the, well, the problem with being Australian is all the all these things come out on April in America. <laughs> in America on April first, which yeah. for us is the second. Yeah. So I'm like, well, it's not. A, I'm like, I'm. A, I have like, I'm not thinking it's April first, so I'm not. Uh, hmm. Don't have any barriers up for this shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the fucked. fuck is going on in the gaming world right now? <laughs> My favorite thing is when it, because I was on April 1st, like, fact-checking everything, and then, like, it hit me halfway, I'm like, wait, none of this is April Fool's yet, what the fuck am I doing? If you actually think about it, it's a complete, like, it just derails business for that day in in the games industry, because you can't believe anything, so if someone does decide to announce something that's actually real, people will be like, nah, it's it's fake, it's April Fool's, you know what I mean? Hashtag um, fucking Maddie's review. Everyone's like, it was a prank. It's like, no, it oh, wasn't, felt, guys. It I, wasn't a prank. I felt so bad for Maddie. I really did. I, <laughs> Matt, Maddie got a, a ton of shit for some reason on his Quantum Break review, and people were okay. like, Maddie, is this an April Fool's joke? Is this game actually good? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Um, yeah, dude, I uploaded a setup to her on the on April first. Everyone's like, "Dude, is this an April Fool's how, joke?" Dude, tell how could that be a prank? Tell us. I went to someone else's setup. house and yeah. filmed their setup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just halfway through, you see someone like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Like, "Go away, I'm filming a prank." Yeah. You come at the wrong angle, and it's just a giant piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a green screen. <laughs> but tell us about oh, your shit. setup because I saw that man. It looks epic. It's fucking Thank badass. You. Yeah. Well, I built the computer myself, and before building it, I have like I have no computer knowledge at all. Hmm. 
Everyone's like, dude, how'd you build that? That's amazing. I'm like, I, with tears and blood. <laughs> <That's how> <laughs> <it> <laughs> I almost like the Iron myself. Throne. It was built on like the ashes of enemies. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got these lights everywhere. It, it just yeah. looks awesome. Yeah, it's very expensive. <laughs> like, pretty much I went all out on like the hardware yep. and all out on aesthetics as well. Because I was like, fuck it. Can that we, was can my we ask job. how much the entirety cost? I haven't added it up, but it would easily be over 10 grand. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Oh, you could buy a car with that. <laughs> oh, no, I was just thinking the same thing. I'm... Yeah, dude, I bought my car for four grand. I'm like, <laughs> dude, that's same. rent for you a year. A... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, well, it's tax. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what, that's true, because you claim it as a, as a job expense. Yeah, there's only so much I can claim, though. <laughs> I know, that, like, that's yeah, true. Yeah, man, I needed, like, the $200, like, UV shit in there as well. Like, hang on, you don't need that to work. <laughs> that's that's not as funny as one of my friends, like, his dad works in, like, the mining thing, and they got him a the gaming computer. Thing. Yeah. Like, no, no, like, he's a something, and they got they claimed his computer... As ta- like his gaming computer as tax reductible, they're like, no, no, he's using it for work. Dude, pe- people like <laughs> to do that with the ATO because they're never gonna check up on it. It's I don't I don't do it because I'm really yeah, okay. paranoid. But yeah, shut up, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that, okay, that's really awesome because yeah, dude, and uh, two new monitors, they were <sighs> fucking expensive. Are they four K? Uh, they're two K. Two K. All right. Yeah. So you're a pleb, essentially. You, you're. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I got I got a nineteen twenty by ten eighty p, so I can't complain. Yeah. Well, I, dude, I had um ten eighty p monitors that were like ten years old. Oh my god. And I just upgraded with like fifty hertz refresh rate. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't know what the refresh rate was, but it wasn't good. Awesome. Awesome. It was single digits. <laughs> <laughs> It's got an 8.5 refresh rate. It's, awesome. it, it's actually cool. used in the negatives. <laughs> All it shows is JPEGs. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's got a big handle on the side you have to crank to show you the frames. <laughs> you got to wind it up on the back like a clock. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so what I've been playing, Doom Beta, so we've talked about that to death. I won't cover it again. But there is news about Call of Duty. I know a lot of people don't like Call of Duty, but... At least, you know, when in the Modern Warfare days and Modern Warfare 2 days, a lot of us and a lot of people watching this probably were fans of the series, especially because we were younger. So the new Call of Duty is probably going to space, and I wanted to talk about that, not in the sense that I'm excited for it going to space, but in the sense that I really want to see Call of Duty go back to the roots of Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 of being these army shooters because it seems like there's been this trend in the gaming industry, whether it's with Titanfall, whether it's with Destiny or the new Call of Duty, again, everything's in space. It's all this space combat, you know, futuristic. I really want to see these army shooters like Modern Warfare was known for. I mean, those were epic. I don't know what you guys think about this. How many games are going to space, sorry? This is... I know. This is you. I know. Elder Scrolls Space. <laughs> no, you stop it. Don't give Todd the idea. <laughs> oh, it's, like, it, it's brilliant. Why haven't we done this? Hire that That's man. actually all of his projects are just different versions of games in space. space. Yeah. But were you guys I, ever big fans of Call of Duty back in the day? I wasn't really. No. I never played. <sighs> you guys the first one I really played was Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Black Ops was good, though, because it's... Nah. It's, Wait, no, the first Black Ops. Yeah, especially, because obviously it had zombies, but it still retained, I guess, that... I, I don't know, my, my memory is fading me, but it was still kind of an army-based shooter and not this 
futuristic space yeah. combat that I'm just kind of getting sick of at the moment. Think of the numbers, Mason. The numbers, Mason. <laughs> what, <laughs> what do they mean? <laughs> I see. I think the reason they keep moving forward is because they're like, we've kind of done all the, all the realistic military. What? Yeah, and they mm. started making their weird. They're like the like the Russians attack again. You're like. Okay, okay, cool. Like, leave the Russians alone. All right, Russians. What have they done to you? <laughs> they should bring in some obscure army, like... Yeah, the Canadian the... Mounties have attacked. <laughs> the Mongolians are coming through. The railroad. We're here to build yeah. some train trucks. <laughs> and save the synths. They're like, what a synth. <laughs> um... The Maltese army trying to take over. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Alright, well, how how far are we into this podcast? So we're about almost an hour in, so it's a good time to answer some fan questions. So we've got six fan questions today. We have a good mix between game Fallout-related questions and personal questions. They're not too personal, um, but they're... No, right. like What's that- the number, Lone? Think of the numbers. <laughs> Shut up, Nova. So the, what are the numbers, the, Mason? <laughs> the first question comes from Brandon Bennett, and he asks... If there was a Fallout-like nuclear apocalypse and you could take three items into the vault, what would they be? We'll start with you, Nova. My computer. <laughs> God, that's such a nerd and, answer. And, and Fucking I'm done. nerd. I don't know. Computer. Yep. A, a lot of movies. Yeah. I'm counting that as one thing. You can't. you got to bring one movie. Oh, okay. If I can only bring one, clearly I'd bring the Doom movie. Okay. And the Room. Okay. Oh, those those are my three things. My computer, <laughs> the Doom movie, and Room. <laughs> what about you, Camel? Uh, anal Lube. That new, con- <laughs> <laughs> that new controller. <laughs> uh, and a, a good time. Story. Dear uh, God. What else? I don't know, Flamingo statue, I think. <laughs> Just <like> good times. <laughs> what is this vault you're entering? <laughs> It's, it's basically my room as it stands. <laughs> I knew your room was a nightclub of sorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it also, I don't know, man. Computer. Um, yeah. Com- like, assuming there's internet and power and shit, computer for days. Fair enough. Fair enough. What would I bring? I I would bring a Bioshock my game. Shut the fuck. I'd bring my I'd bring my girlfriend because if she listens to this and I don't say yeah. her name, she'd probably kill me, right? Because she's an item. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, we've just objectified a wall. Yeah, exactly. Three items, my girlfriend. (laughs) Fuck me, I feel bad now. I'm sorry, girlfriend, I love you. And today's our anniversary, so it's not a (laughs) good... Oh really? Um, Congratulations. But I still say, my girlfriend, uh, what should I bring? I can't just say a Bioshock game because I need a console. You know what? I'll bring my PC, of course. And then it'll have all of those games on there, so that's being sneaky. Yeah, see, that's why. That's and why. fuck, what else do I want to bring? I don't know. To be, I, I'll bring it. My dog, because my dog's an item as well. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Objectifying everything you love, Lone. Fuck you. <laughs> um, the next question comes from Fallout News. So he asks, "What are your guys' current jobs, and what would you like to have a, as a job in the future?" Now you don't have to say what your current job is if you don't want to. I won't be. But I guess, uh, what would you like to do in the future as a job? I think that's a really interesting question. We'll start with you, Camel. That is a good question. I don't know, man. I suppose just whatever I want to do at that time, that's pretty much what I've done in my whole life, basically. And it's worked out so far. So, Mm. yeah, continuing to do that. Like before YouTube, I had an eBay business, which I still have. Oh, really? And YouTube. And I write music as well. 
So not that I make money off that shit, but if I could, that'd be sick. So I'm assuming that your main source of income is YouTube at the moment, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, fair enough. All right, yeah. what about you, Nova? Well, I have the great high job of being very unemployed at the moment. <laughs> Excellent. Good. And you what I'd like to do, a job. <laughs> Anything? No, no industry or... I don't know. Mm. I really don't know at this point. At the moment, it's just a get a job and then work something out. Just, just get a job in hospitality. Everyone's <laughs> got to do their times in, in like, a, uh, you know. You're making it sound like prison. You have to do your the... time. <laughs> yeah, don't drop the soap. <laughs> in what? In the... <laughs> do drop the soap. <laughs> <laughs> I won't mind if I do. Uh, that, this wasn't in the job description. <laughs> um, Shit. in terms of me. Um, I would like to work in the games industry in some shape or form. It doesn't have to be a particular job, um, but I would like to just be involved because it's an industry that I love and I think I could mix my studies and professional skills with the games industry in some way and be able to carve out a career for myself. So that would be me, you know. Um, but yeah, so the next question comes with Geralt of Rivia. Um, he asks a really interesting question. Do you think Bethesda put their all into Fallout 4? And this might have an implication of Fallout 4 didn't live up to expectations. Yeah. So what do you guys yeah. think about that? I thought they did, and I thought Fallout 4 was a great game. Mm-hmm. I feel very singled out when I'm like, I liked Fallout 4. Like, it's New Vegas. I'm like, but <sighs> it's not meant to be New Vegas. Stop <laughs> comparing it. Yep, yep. <laughs> there's, there's problems with New Vegas that no one addresses. And I'm like, you have to also address A, the gunplay in New Vegas is next to awful. It's not as bad as three, yeah. but Jesus Christ, if they didn't have fats, it'd be a next one playable game as that way. I agree with that. The the, the F- Even though they introduced an FPS down the scope thing, it was still so shitty that I never used it. I, oh. I, I either hit five from the hip or I used vats. Now, in, in terms of my opinion, the fact is, is that every Fallout game has its negatives and has its positive, right? You, mm-hmm. you, yeah. We can't just say that New Vegas was a masterpiece because it wasn't. We can't say that Fallout 4 was a masterpiece because it wasn't. I pref- I obviously like Fallout 3 more than any other one, but that's more for nostalgic reasons, and I can accept that. But every game has their, you know, the things that let them down. With Fallout 4, it might be the new dialogue. It, it might be the fact that you can't really roleplay anymore. But New Vegas mm-hmm. has its downsides as well. I don't know what you think about that, Camel. Yeah, I don't know. I... Th- felt like there was in terms of factions i felt like there was some stuff missing Hmm. like it was in terms of quest lines it was pretty much the main quests and that's that's it yeah i'm like yeah you know i wanted some like other factions completely unrelated to the main quests Mm -hmm. where you can go and be like i'm doing quests for say the children of adam or something yeah and you go and do like you know like a 10 quest line for them yeah but um yeah no no go on I was going to say one of my, I think one of the biggest problems Fallout 4 had is they had like the clearly good faction, what was the Minutemen, and then the grey factions, what were the rest. They just needed like raiders, a faction you can draw what are just so blatantly fucking evil that you're like, oh dear God, these people are terrible people. That was, that would have been fun. Like a, a faction which you knew kind of like, um, the Kaiser's Legion. Legion. Exactly, yeah. yeah, where they would just... It, it, there's no, you know, middle grey area. They're just bad. And what you yeah. do oh, is yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Agreed with all their ideologies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, they're bad? I didn't know that. 
you know it's interesting like th- this is the thing i will say about new vegas i think out of all fallout games which is just like bethesda's fallout games i guess uh three new vegas which was obsidian and uh fallout 4 is that new vegas had the best story i think new vegas in terms of the choice in terms of the faction i think it had the best story and the, and the best ability to choose where you wanted to go down um yeah but I don't know. I, I still don't think that Fallout 4 did as bad of a job as everyone thinks. Um, I find yeah, some bits that are... oversaturating. I, I, I don't know. Like, if someone genuinely I, thinks that Fallout 4 is, is bad or they don't like it, I, I can't necessarily judge their opinion. I can only go off what I think. And I think yeah. that it's a game that, you know, maybe doesn't have good RP, like as good RPG elements as New Vegas. Maybe doesn't have that role-playing aspect that past Fallout games had. But it has a lot of other good things going for them, like the gunplay. The gunplay is so much better, you know, like yeah, the past Fallout games. Um, and we're getting this new survival mode, which while there are some features that, albeit aren't that, you know, like I don't like most, uh, some of them at least, and some people might not like all of them, but they're, they're doing these new things. And, and, and I guess I like Bethesda for trying different and new things for Fallout 4. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's interesting, especially after that interview where Todd said that they're working on three massive projects. Yeah. And I assume they've been working on at least some of them before they um, expanded their business. Mm. So it probably, like, maybe they didn't give it their all in terms of, like, their entire team's force. Yeah. They were yeah. kind of spread out more. That's why we had, like, you know, some missing features like quest lines or yeah. uniquely skinned items. Mm. Or things like that. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with my thoughts, and I don't think it's a fact that they didn't put their all in. I honestly think Fallout 4 was a test case because it was a test case because I wanted to see what new features that they haven't done in the past could be used in their games moving forward, and in particular for the mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls because the Elder Scrolls is their baby and they do not want fan backlash for that game. So imagine if they did what they did with Fallout 4 but for Elder Scrolls, right? People would have lost their shit, but not so much with Fallout 4 because that's not their IP. They purchased it. So I think they've they've experimented a lot with this game and now they'll Mm -hmm. know that, no, people don't like a voice protagonist and they're not going to do that in in Elder Scrolls. You know what what I mean there? Yeah. yeah. Personally, I loved the voice protagonist. I just think what they needed to do was added just a bit more options. What if they do go to more voice protagonists, where I kind of hope they do, Mm. they do add that. They add the option to read more i guess that's the problem with having a voice protagonist though is is that you're restricted by the amount of time you have with your protagonist or with your voice actor like brian or courtney right if they would have recorded like double the amount of lines so you had eight options that would have took the double amount of time and double the amount of pay for these voice actors so there's a balance that has to be drawn whereas you don't have those limitations if it's no voice actor if if it's a silent protagonist yeah, that's true. I also think a voice protagonist um, kind of limits the definition of your character, yeah. like if you're role playing. Yeah, and he's an evil yeah. dude. Like mm. Brian's voice will always bring some kind of level of character. Mm. Well, any anyone's character. voice will always bring. Their yeah, own, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I will say though, for what the storyline for for that fall was, if they didn't, I don't think it'd be as good if they didn't have a voice protagonist. Yeah, at least in that aspect, I reckon at least the storyline for Fallout Four. I I completely agree with that because, like, at at the very least, while the emotion was wasn't as impactful as like past games I've played, at least in terms of you know searching for your son, the emotion was a little bit more poignant 
and it wouldn't have been as as poignant if it, there was no voice protagonist because you wouldn't have your protagonist saying, "Where's Sean? They took my son." You know what I mean? It did make yeah, it more be, emotional. It would be yeah. you there going like cinematic. Oh, mm, mm. Which one should I read? This one's three paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. And to I'll be honest, like one. if you don't like the voice protagonist, download the mod that disables it. Honestly, like while you know we don't have maybe up to eight options for each dialogue. Uh, option like in Fallout 3 in New Vegas. The fact is, is that if you don't like your character speaking, you can disable that. If you don't like the paraphrasing and the dialogue wheel, you can actually change all that so it tells you all of your dialogue choices in full. So there are mods, and I guess it's mods fixing it, but there, there are still ways to get around it, you know what I mean? I will yeah. say, though, the voice protagonist did make me actually enjoy dialogue a bit more because okay. I, it was kind of a bit more conversational when in that three in new vegas is actually probably me reading all of them and mm. then going fuck it i'll just pick the first one yeah yeah you know i, I guess you and i nova maybe camel i'm not sure uh, are in the minority though when we say we like the voice protagonist i liked it because it helped really progress the story and make things feel more impactful and emotional but i can yeah, understand dude. at least why some people didn't <laughs> poor camel he keeps getting cut off sorry so <laughs> this is what we do in the cast we cut people you can... off Dude, I, on Skype, I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> My brain lags yeah, when yeah. there's no one else in the room. But as you were saying? Um, yeah, dude, no, I, I like the voice protagonist. The only thing with the dialogue options was most of them led to exactly the same place. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Be like, yeah, I want to help you. Good, you go and help them. Or you can be like, no, f- go fuck yourself. And then they're like, no, help me. And you're like, okay, I'll help you. Yeah. They're like, hey, yeah. it doesn't matter like which one I choose. Yeah. Like, literally all it is is the your character will say a different line exactly. and it'll have exactly the same result. I'm like, Ew. And the best example of that is when you first meet Preston Garvey and they ask for your help. Doesn't matter yeah. what you say, it'll be the same result in the end. It's kind of like at the start of Pokemon, with, with which Professor Oak Are or something... Are you a boy or a girl? Yeah, no, not not that. <laughs> but more in, terms, neither. more in terms of, I think someone asked, like, Professor Oak... I'm pansexual, or, motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, do you want to help me, you know, fulfill the Pokedex? And if you say no, he's like, oh, come on, please do it. Oh, come on, please do it if you keep saying no. So there's no real choice. You know what I mean? But, yeah. that, but Pokemon's not a game of choice now. I know, not... I know. It's just Pokemon a bad example. RPG. It is an RPG, pretty much. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Pokemon's no, an not. RPG. That's the most bullshit thing <laughs> I've ever heard out of your mouth, Lauren. So, <laughs> next question is about uh, Doom. So, Nate Shuleb, Shuleb? I can't Shulamp. I like that. Sh- yeah, Nate Classic Shuleb. Shuleb. <laughs> Nate Shulamp asks, what do you think about the potential for Doom in esports? I think that's an interesting question. Esports? Uh, hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I think it's funner to play than to watch. Okay. Camel, what do you think? Uh, do you think the rating would be an issue in esports? In, oh, in terms of the MA or the R rating? Yeah, yeah. yeah like all the blood and gore would be an issue for like I think so. You know, family. You know, twelve-year-olds watching some dude family play. friend. <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, FIFA, yeah. no problem. Some dude's head getting cut off with a chainsaw would be a bit like <laughs> that'd mm. be an amazing FIFA game though. If it's like no, <laughs> that chainsaw. <laughs> No, balls that fucking explode or some shit you make a good point because with a game like uh, LOL or um, CSGO I don't think the ratings for them are so high so kids exactly, or yeah. teenagers can play these games really get into it and, and we have to admit those are the kinds of demographics that are going to get into esports because they have more times on their, time on their hands right yes. Doom players because they will inevitably be a bit more older 
Not so much because we don't have so much time on our hands, you know? Yeah. 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 I can't really imagine mm, mm. a bunch of, you know, 18 plus sitting at home watching the Doom comps. Yeah, sitting around with a beer like, oh, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I killed him. What a goal. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's definitely people that would. Our fucking yeah. shoe lamp is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> shoe lamp and Doomerine, that's the two best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent. All right, all right. Oh, that's cool. Um, next question. Uh, this comes from Fallout News. If you had the opportunity to work at Bethesda Game Studios but had to jo- drop what you were doing currently, would you move to Maryland and what job would you actually have? That's a bit of an additional point on well, that. Well, what would I be dropping? Oh. Nothing. You'd be so dropping nothing. Yeah. yeah. What would you do um, at Bethesda, though? I'll, probably, I'd be, I'll be blatantly honest. It would be like, janitor oh god that's a bad answer nova <laughs> no but like it's like i a i don't know like i wouldn't like what would i do there just assume that you there. could get any skill or qualification what job would you want to do todd howard's yeah. <laughs> i would actually love to work i can't remember what the dude's name is but he makes all the sound effects for everything yeah oh, i yeah, saw that, that video i would that love awesome. to do that shit yeah i think it's called folly art where you you know you like hit a cabbage with a club, and it's the noise. You're like it's the, it's the sound effect for someone's head getting cut off and shit. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> hit a cabbage with a club. It's really interesting, man. That shit's really interesting. And, and like, um, I, I can't remember what it was. He's like scrunching a piece of paper to get like the ammo. No, what he was doing, he actually had like um, ammo, like pieces of 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 shells, and he would drop them. Yeah, and and those effects would carry over into the game. Yeah, that would be yeah, an dude, awesome job. Fucking sick. You know those like metal like IQ tests where it's like a bunch of balls and wires, and you have to like hmm. unlink the balls somehow. And you're like, how the fuck does this work? He was use. He was like clinking these little bits of metal toys together, and it was actually used in the Elder Scrolls for like the Dwemer Centurion spheres. That's awesome. It was like one. Of, yeah, he incorporated like ten of these weird sound effects together and made. Sweet. Oh, it's fucking crazy, man. That would be sick. I think that would be the most fun. That would be a cool job. For me, I, even though my artistic skills aren't that great, I would love to be an artist at Bethesda Game Studios and be concept involved art? in the concept art or, or final art or whatever. Like, I've always said that I've wanted to to work at Nintendo, for example, to actually create Pokemon because it would, like, allow me to make the... Oh, honestly, though, like, be They creative. need your help, man. I saw a fucking yeah. Pokemon. It was an ice cream cone. I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I like <laughs> to imagine, out. like, his son, like, <clears throat> the artist's son, he's like, I made a Pokemon. He's like, son, that's an ice cream. Put it in. Oh, tell mommy you touched me. Okay, son, it's going in. <laughs> Dude, it fucking evolves into a double ice cream cone. <laughs> Like, like, come on, the third evolution like, is it's just melted. I, I could imagine like, like them sending around a board, ta- board table and someone saying, I've got this great idea for a Pokemon. Let's make ice cream cones. Oh, fucking cute. idiot. There was another that, one where I, there was a sword with a fucking smiley face on it. Yeah. <laughs> Get was, out. Oh one, of, one of my favorite shows I've like, uh, like internet shows I've watched at the moment is like a bunch of artists drawing Pokemons from their names. And it's the fucking funniest thing ever. Because one of them like doesn't even play Pokemon, so every time she drew it, it'd be something so strange. <laughs> oh yeah, so I actually saw that one. That was actually pretty interesting. Yeah, but yeah, feel. I would I would love to to be able to to draw art at Bethesda. That would be awesome. But the... Do you think Todd Howard would put it on his fridge? You're like the little kid. I've got an A. Okay, we'll put it on the fridge, son. <laughs> Lone, your art is beautiful. I'm gonna put it on my fridge. I'm gonna stare at it every morning. Yeah. <laughs> Cradling you like a little <laughs> Put it in a nice frame and stroking it at night. Oh god. <laughs> Will. Um and the last question comes from Blake, where he asks 
what would you what do you do or what do you i guess let me ask this another way because he's asked it in a weird way what to do when you're burnt out on games and this question was actually really hitting at home for me because i've gone through phases stages sorry where i've gotten burnt out on games and i just even though i have free time i just couldn't sit down and play a game for a couple of hours so have you guys experienced this and what would you do to get past it what would you recommend that normally happens to me when there's a game I really want. Like, well, like for example, at four, mm. when, like around when it just came out, I just like I would sit down and play a game. Like, this is just not what I want. Mm. Mm. So, so I resorted into binge watching TV. Yeah, Can- I suppose the most extreme case of that that I've had was uh, I got started on YouTube doing Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, and after like four months of doing it, I was kind of running out of ideas for videos, and I was in game just like so depressed. Oh, was, that's so sad. And the and game had, and the game was still pretty fresh, so there's heaps of bugs, and I'm trying to finish this quest, and the dude wasn't there, and I'm just like, this is bullshit, man. <laughs> and dude, I just logged out, and I didn't make any videos for like six months. I didn't play The Elder Scrolls Online for six months. Shit, so you didn't and make I went any to, videos at all in your channel for that long? Yeah, I went to TAFE and did a multimedia course Wow. to learn how to use Photoshop and Premiere Pro properly and shit like that. And then made a Skyrim Easter eggs video in one of the holidays, and that kind of revamped the uh, the YouTube Rekindled there. Rekindled your And now passion. that's got like 1.7 million views. It's Holy shit. So yeah. So I, I guess no, thank, the, thank the key there is just to take a step back maybe for a couple of weeks. Yeah, dude, if you get burnt out, just go outside. <laughs> like, Go for a run. Leave. <laughs> go into the bush. <laughs> go into the bush. All you Americans out there, listen, go out to the bush when you're burnt out. Like, do that. Yeah, come to Australia and go into the bush and you'll get fucking killed. <laughs> yeah, you'll be out there like, I wish I was in a video game, man. This is bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alrighty, so we've been recording for just over an hour now. So this has actually been a really good podcast. So Nova and Camel, thank you so much for joining and being guests on the cast. Um, and the way we like to end these podcasts is having our guests end it. So we're going to have Camel actually end this podcast in whatever way he s- s- thinks fit. Sorry. So I'm going to say bye, Nova. Thank you for joining. Um and Camel, yeah, in the in the cast as any way you see fit. Alright then. Mm-hmm. Well it's been a pleasure being on here with you two guys. And I suppose if anyone's listened this long, you deserve to know that I have actually <laughs> hugged the Lone Vault Wanderer yes, he has. in person. <laughs> yes. We we took a picture with each other. <laughs> that's true. And I <laughs> that's so cute. And Lone didn't want his face shown. So he, he wore a Vault Boy mask. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hug you one day, and I expect Camel to be there. (laughs) Am I the first guest on here who's seen you in person? Ellie. Ellie has seen me, but I I haven't been in a podcast with her, though. Yeah. 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 Dude, yeah, you'll always be like, sorry, man, I got to go. That chick over there is waiting. Yeah, it was at the same time. (laughs) Exactly the same time. All righty, guys. Thank you so much. Peace.